hello, welcome codependent and shit, a real ass bitch talking about real ass shit. What is up? How's everyone doing? I hope you're doing great. Um, I'm feeling good today. I'm late on this episode. Usually I have new episodes every Tuesday and I try to be consistent and show up on that day for you guys. But I had technical difficulties yesterday and also I didn't really like the where the episode was going actually um and I'll explain why it was around narcissism and I was gonna do an episode around narcissism because it was kind of suggested in the Facebook group a little bit um well someone just mentioned that they had an experience and then I thought oh that might be something I should talk about but you know it's it's not something I want to talk about I do not want to do a whole episode about narcissism to help people obsess over their narcissistic exes because there's a level of knowledge around what we label other people even ourselves to where there's a level of like it's good to have this knowledge to know what to look out for and then there's a level of being like obsessed where you're just stewing in a circle over like what good does it do to be like researching and constantly looking up about narcissism now that you're like out of a relationship with one I don't I think that's unhealthy um leave it alone once you know like the signs the only thing I really think you need to gain knowledge around is what made them narcissistic what what was like determining factors and and what you need to look out for moving forward but most importantly why do you attract narcissists why do you attract them because it's something within you And staying with them and accepting the behavior is something within you, your own issues. So let's not focus so much on the other people and focus on the real important topic, which is ourselves and why we are bringing these things into our reality, these types of people. A narcissist, I'll say, is reflecting back 100% that you need to love yourself because a narcissist cannot love you no matter what. If they're for real a a a narcissist with narcissistic personality disorder it freaks me the fuck out I don't like talking about it because it's dark dark energy I don't like talking about it it's I've dated one that I would say is um full for sure like borderline sociopath and that's why it freaks me out like that guy now that I look back it's scary I'm lucky I didn't get hurt like seriously this guy was like dangerous and I don't If you realize he's a narcissist, she's a narcissist, just fucking cut it loose. It's very hard to heal and treat that from what I've, um, what I understand. It's very hard, especially because a narcissist is not likely to admit they have a problem. They don't see themselves as any problem. They have a very grandiose sense of self and it's just, they can't give love. So if you're attracting narcissists, what is that reflecting back? You need to love yourself. That is the mirror of that. But anyways, that's all I want to talk about with narcissism. Um, I want to drop another... What was it going to be? Something else I was going to mention that's totally random and unrelated. Okay, so I don't know if you guys are into the spiritual stuff. I know, I think some of you are. Some of the messages I get... Um, I'm really get annoyed with, so right now it's Mercury, I'm sorry, Mercury retrograde. And I just want to say, let's not buy into all the shit with the cosmos too much. Like, 
I'm like a diehard moon child. Like I love the moon. I got the fucking moon phases tattooed on my body and I have like moon phase stuff all over my house. But, and I feel connected to the moon and everything, but my life is not dictated literally by the fucking moon. Just like Mercury retrograde does not dictate my life either. Neither does your goddamn fucking horoscope. Like there's, there's only so much of this that I think is healthy. I think there's a healthy extent with everything. And if you are obsessing over blaming the cosmos for your life and things going wrong, that's just another level of self-abandonment. That's another way to escape taking any responsibility for what you have going on internally. It's just another fucking cop out. And some people, especially in the spiritual community, are obsessed with what's in the energy field and, oh my God, like, and every fucking full moon, you're supposed to have some breakthrough. All these posts, I'm so sick of it. They're like, yeah, expect a breakthrough and shed shed another layer. I'm like, fuck off with this shit. How many goddamn layers do I have? Like, how you're going to make people think they need to cut off relationships every full moon. Like, fuck, just chill out. All right. That's all I want to say. You know what else I want to say? Because this just happened and I'm, I'm realizing like it really skewed me out. Men and women both. Guys, if you message someone on like social media, texting, I don't care. Especially if it's social media where you can read that they read it. Or if you're a serial killer and have your red receipts on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I think it's weird when people have red receipts because why would you want people to be able to do it? Like if you have the option, I'm like, no. Um, anyways... If someone, if you message someone and they don't reply and it's, maybe it's like, if it's like your close friend, okay, different story, your family, whatever, so you're real tight, different. If this is like someone from high school or like someone you don't really know, whatever, they don't reply to you. They don't have to fucking reply to you. Maybe they just don't really want to talk to you and they have every right to do that. So to send a message and then it gets, you get left on red. To send another message, that's violating a boundary for any person. Because why do you think someone owes you a response when you're just randomly hitting them up? I'm just going to vent. A guy did this to me from high school. I he I've left him on red a couple times. He like randomly replies to my Instagram stories. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I know like... I don't have the time. I don't know. I'm not interested really engaging based off like what I know from him. And he sends me another message this morning goes, you're really just not going to say anything? Ew. And then I started to feel bad. So I said, hi. And I was like, wait, why the fuck do I feel bad? I don't owe this motherfucker a response. And he made me, he like tried to guilt me. Like, you're really not going to reply. Yeah, bitch. I'm really not going to reply. Like, I don't fucking have to do anything you want. And so then when he tried to keep the combo going, I just slid that bitch over and deleted the message. So there is no red. He doesn't know if I read it. Good end of combo. End of any combo ever. Fucking basic boundaries, human contact. We don't owe anybody shit. And no one owes you a response. And if you're going to push them for a response, and I don't even know the logic in that because do you really think that's helping your cause like oh you know what now that he made now that he said that I'm gonna talk to him or I'm gonna talk to her no none of us do that we're just like you're fucking psycho so anyways that's off um topic of what I wanted to talk about but I just wanted to vent because I'd like to do that at the beginning of episodes so 
this episode, I'm deciding to make it about, um, it's kind of just around addictions because there's, when we hear addiction, we think drugs, alcohol, and addictions are way beyond that. Like, but because the consequences aren't as fucked up as drugs and alcohol, like, we kind of, like, don't really pay attention to how many other addictions there are. But the reason this is really important that um, we talk about it, we know about it, and I discuss it is because from what I'm starting to understand and I've heard um, multiple sources say is addictions come from codependency. Addictions are a manifestation of codependency. When a person is codependent, it's a way of dealing with it. It's through addictions, different addictions. Like I've mentioned, I have discovered multiple. I kind of just flip-flop from addiction to addiction to addiction. And some are way more unhealthy than others. But I want to just talk about the root of all that. Because here's something I also really want to say. If you listen to my show... And I have people write to me that resonate so much with what I'm talking about as far as dating and relationships and they're hurting and they're in these situations that are similar to what I've been through. And I need to suggest to you guys, if that those things really relate to you, to your like, you're like, holy shit, that's me, which is what you guys always say, please um, look into love addiction because I'm telling you like almost every one of you that write I just want to say to you, but I don't want to be too, like, forward in telling you what you are or are not, that you sound like a love addict and you sound lovesick. When you're, like, if you're, like, painfully miserable, stuck, obsessed with a person, you're lovesick. You're in a love addiction. If, and you know if you're addicted. You know it because you feel it. Your soul has been taken out of your body. You can't even function without this thing. And it's eating away at you because you're not getting some sort of fill that this thing gives you sometimes. And so please, like the best thing you can do for yourself to get yourself out of this is to educate yourself around love addiction, codependency. But I definitely um, would look into love addiction because... As I've mentioned, the labels, I don't like getting too obsessed with the label. The really important part of this is just realizing why you developed the addiction. Whatever it may be. It's just looking at, there's there's a shift that can happen once you just start looking into love addiction. That happened for me. I'm not kidding, I started this show just around codependency and stuff and shit (laughs) and then I decided to like mention love addiction on an episode and it was like divinely guided because that was my aha moment I was looking into it for my show to talk about for other people and really I didn't realize like I'm I've just been going through this like I would just spent months stuck in a very sick love uh love addict cycle and I was like, oh my god, it was like my aha moment was on literally on my show. If you listen from the beginning, I experienced that and it was it was fucking groundbreaking for me because it having that knowledge is how I was able to look at it for what it is. Looking at love if you can realize you're love addicted to a person 
and it's probably a person who's not good for you, not giving you um, adequate love and shit like that, because that's usually the, the dynamic, um, this is how you can look at the situation differently and know that this is not from an authentic place within yourself. You're likely not even really in love with these people. You are in love with a pattern and it's not... I don't want to say, I'm not trying to tell you you're not really in love, but it's, love doesn't feel like addiction. Addiction is not, love is not supposed to be obsessive, controlling, um, compulsive. It's supposed to be free and comfortable and flowing and being able to educate yourself on love addiction and recognize that you have it and you might be stuck in a, in a lovesick situation with someone you can realize it's just a fucking adaptive behavior pattern and that this is not really who you are and you can kind of look at that person differently and be like okay it's not you you're not really on this pedestal this pedestal is fake you're not so great you're just a wound you're just a wound and this is being highlighted for you on such a sickening hurtful level because your soul wants you to fucking heal this this pain is is smacking you in the face. It is like, wake the fuck up, wake the fuck up. And it's going to keep happening until you're ready to look deep at what the fuck is really causing all this shit. And that is where I will circle around to addiction and how addiction is related to codependency and just how I... I'm feeling like addictions, the more I'm learning and learning, um, what causes them really? Um, so the definition of addiction in like as simple as terms possible is compulsive engagement in rewarding stimuli, stimuli, (laughs) despite adverse consequences. So why does codependency lead to addictions? Well, an addiction, any form of addiction, is a form of escapism. That you're escaping from an unpleasant reality. So the question needs to become, why is reality so unpleasant for you? Why can you not just be who you are, be present, be in this, be in this physical reality right now? And more than likely, it's because there's unresolved issues within you. So you're running away. You're running away from something. To dive into a form of escapism is to be running away from something. You might not know what the fuck that is, and most of us don't. That's why we go crazy in addictions. We're just trying to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into not feeling whatever the fuck we don't want to feel, even though we don't even know what it is. It's very unconscious. So, and I feel like that reality that we're running away from is kind of this ever-present just sense of kind of unworthiness and shame and just like kind of just like not okayness. And I've struggled with this since I was a kid. I used to look at the ceiling and pray to be happy at night I would pray I didn't even know what I was praying to but I remember being like eight and already was praying I pray I'll just be happy 
it's so fucking sad that I was such a little girl. But this shit already started already then. And then, like, no wonder the way my life went after that. Um, so anyways, yeah, you're just, <coughs> excuse me, I'm still sick. Um, you're running away from something. And um, engaging in activities with established knowledge that there are adverse consequences is self-sabotage. It is self-sabotage. That is what self-sabotage is. You are keep doing the same shit that keeps fucking hurting you. You know it's going to hurt you, but you keep fucking doing it. That is self-sabotage. Why would you self-sabotage yourself? Why would we continue to engage in something that we know ruins us? Because we're addicted. We're addicted to it. And breaking an addiction is hard as fuck. And we all know that. And anyone that's struggled with substance abuse, you especially know that. Like, it's no fucking joke. But breaking addiction to anything is no fucking joke. And you can have withdrawals from other things as well. Like, love addiction is known to have a severe withdrawal period that is fucking miserable and I went through it and a lot of people um have gone through it and it's so fucking hard you feel you can feel physically sick just like drugs and alcohol that's how powerful this shit is this is how powerful your brain is um so just admitting you're addicted you are addicted to a very unhealthy pattern um and you're addicted to it something unhealthy that you know will ruin you but you can't stop so the bigger question then becomes why did you become addicted to this thing whatever it is and I just want to talk about all the things I'm talking love addiction I'm talking sex addiction I'm talking food addiction shopping addiction gambling addiction fucking I think you can be addicted to Netflix I think you can be addicted to your phone social media there's so it's all a form of escapism there's so many different addictions and it's all um a form of escapism and running away from yourself so like I said the bigger question becoming why did you become addicted and that would be to escape yourself to escape reality so this is all pointing back to us because we are the only ones in control. We have to get out of victim chair or victim mode, victim whatever. Any stance of victim instead of being, why is this thing hurting me? Why is that person hurting me? Whatever. Instead of having a mentality about, why does this keep hurting me? You have to fucking jump into radical acceptance and responsibility and realize it's you hurting yourself by turning away from yourself into things that defeat you and why would you turn into things that defeat you as a way to escape because there are unhealed parts within you there is still there is work to do internally there is something you are carrying that is keeping you stuck if there is unhealed beliefs around shame worthiness love anything like that It'll manifest as a draw to unhealthy behaviors. Because the final product of engaging in these behaviors is confirming the same shitty beliefs you've already had about yourself based on past experiences and, and past trauma, etc. This is all this behavior is just replaying over and over because it's bringing about the same results 
I'm unworthy, I'm unlovable, um, no one will ever love me. It's because it's reflecting back what you already think about yourself. So all of this, all of these people, all of this shit that is self-sabotage is reflecting back to you that you have work to do on yourself. And is the work easy? Fuck no, it's so fucking hard. And doing shadow work, I talk about shadow work in one of my first episodes, is where you need to dive in everyone needs to do shadow work yo but I mean if you're not conscious and you're not like willing um to get into this work if you can't even like fathom what the fuck I'm talking about which you probably aren't included because you wouldn't listen this far um you won't know what the fuck shadow work is or care about it I'm not talking to those people stay asleep I'm talking to the people that are are waking up like um my listeners and And are trying to trying to heal and are willing to go into the darkest parts of themselves and bring light to that and heal and really fucking heal. Because the first thing and most important thing is just bringing the knowledge, which is when I say light, that's what I'm referring to, to the dark parts of yourself. I can't guide you how to do that on a podcast but I can tell you that that's where the work needs to happen because there's something you're running away from because you're keeping this self-fulfilling prophecy on a loop. And how many times are we going to do this? Do we want to be on a loop our whole fucking life and let an addiction, a silly addiction win to let codependency win? Because basically that's what would happen. So this work is just going into the deepest parts of ourselves Where am I not in full belief of my worthiness and my wholeness and what happened to me that made me think that and why and just it's it's so much dark work and it brings up a lot of fucking emotions and I'm always recommending find a professional to work through this stuff with because it helps so much like me um doing therapy and then also emdr any sort of therapies like that so helpful you're doing the shadow work you're doing the dark the work around the dark parts because that is where we need to figure out what is off within us because it is manifesting in our lives and If you're coming out of a situation with a narcissist or you were like heavily addicted to, um, any, anything and, or if you struggle with codependency, like if this has played out with like a really painful experience or a person that really hurt you, I'm, I'm telling you like something that really changed everything for me was I just was able to look at this person, the last guy that I was, I felt loved addicted to all of a sudden one day, it was actually after I went to a meeting, um, and I realized I was grateful. I was grateful for him. I always wondered, like, does he have a purpose in my life? Like, I would try to, like, ask, like, does he have a purpose? Like, is he in my life for a reason? And I would feel this, like, knowing that it is, but that didn't necessarily mean the purpose was that he's, like, my soulmate or we're gonna have this thing, but the purpose was to finally for me to wake up and see that this person was just a mirror 
of what I needed to work through and heal. So I was grateful. I was like, if I never felt so fucking miserable and sickeningly love addicted to this person, I would have never realized this extreme level of behavior I need to still heal. This extreme level of unworthiness I still have within me. This this level of not enoughness, this level of chasing love from people that can't give it. I realized that because this person, because he came in and brought so it caused so much misery for me, I finally could see this addiction that I've been on loop with for 10 years for what it is. Maybe even longer than 10 years. I don't, it's hard to remember my first relationships. But I finally could make sense of it. And I could see it because and realize it's not about these people. It's not about that people can't love me. It's about that I don't believe people can love me. It's about I don't feel worthy enough. I don't feel I don't feel like anyone will love me. I don't think I'm I'm worth shit. I'm and I'm carrying so much shame. And obviously like I'm I'm saying that present but I don't mean it present. I'm done, I'm feeling so much better about all this stuff now that I've brought light to it and I'm consciously like changing my thoughts, which we can do, guys. Thoughts are not fucking real but they are powerful but you can always change them and starting to pay attention to them and catching them and reframing a thought when a fucking shitty thought comes up that says like you can't do this they don't love you this whatever just catch yourself i've said this on many episodes and reframing it into something positive the way we talk to ourselves internally is fucking so important yes we have internal dialogue is yours nice to you is yours kind of reprimanding and mean maybe like a one of your caregivers because I had to realize that I have my mom's voice come up a lot and I have a lot of beliefs around things my mom would say to me when I was a kid I really absorbed that shit and I'm sure like you guys can relate but I got off track with the thoughts part I don't know just paying attention to what you're thinking about yourself is very important but um what I was getting at is just being grateful for this pain you will get there if you're in this fucking pain right now I know it's so hard and it feels like you're never gonna get out of this it is the worst feeling your soul feels not in your body you might not be able to eat sleep barely get out of bed but I promise you you're gonna get out of this you can pull yourself out of this addiction and you will feel better and you will you can feel grateful that this happened because this finally showed you what the fuck you need to deal with and if you're listening to this you're probably listening to it for a reason if it's resonating right now you are who I'm talking to it is time to stop this fucking bullshit It is time to stop sabotaging yourself. It is time to come home to yourself and forgive yourself and realize your worth. You are so, you are worth so much more than crying over some dumb motherfucker, some dumb bitch that (coughs) cannot meet you where you need to be met. You are worth so much more than that. And I really want to say that. Um, Yeah. I hope this resonated for you and um, I hope that you stay resilient and strong if you're going through all this stuff I'm talking about and um, I just want to thank you guys 
from the bottom of my heart for the nice messages and the reviews. Um, if you like my show, give me a good review, please. Um, always want you guys to write to me. Join the Facebook group. People are starting to link up in there. And God, it's like amazing. And I'm trying to figure out like where I want to go from here. Um, beyond just having this podcast, I want to be able to help you guys more directly. So by the end of the year, I'm hoping to launch some sort of mentorship um, program. Or I might do like a group group coaching type thing. You just something, um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'm trying to go, but, um, I want to get a little more personal beyond just the podcast. Cause, um, I love this work. I love talking about stuff. I love being of service to you guys and helping other men and women, especially women. No, I love you men, but I love helping the girls because I just don't want you to feel how I have felt. And I want to help you get out of that. I sincerely do. Okay, I hope you have a great week. Stay positive. Be easy on yourself. Don't beat yourself up when you slip up. Just get back on the motherfucking horse. That is what matters. Okay, I love you. Bye.